Wolfpack Marketing is proudly brought to you by The Internship, awakening the marketing channel you never knew you had. Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to this, the next episode of Wolfpack Marketing. My name is Kevin Kirby, and with me today, I have my permanent, as I call him, my permanent special guest, Nicholas. Nicholas Krill. Hello, Nick. <laughs> Hello, Kev. How's it going? Good. Thank you. And uh, I have, we have also with us, uh, joining us today, some really special people um, from Biotronic. We've got Robbie Nell, who's the general manager of South Africa and Sub-Saharan Africa. I hope I got that right, Robbie. And, yes, and Leon, that's great. Yes, and with him, uh, Leon is regional sales manager for Inland. So welcome, Jess. Thanks so much. Thank you. Excellent. So, okay, so anyway, so let's get going. As you can hear, also, obviously, we're in lockdown at the moment in South Africa. And so we're doing this from different locations on Zoom. So the models of technology, um, but hopefully the quality will come through for everybody. So... The first question, um, Robbie, if I can, I'm going to go shoot to you. Maybe you could just tell us a little bit about Biotronic and perhaps, you know, what it is Biotronic does and is and who your customer base is. Yes. Okay. Um, Kev, firstly, Biotronic is, uh, is in the medical technology field. Um, we specialize in cardiology. Uh, our head office is in um, Berlin, Germany. Right. So South Africa, our hub is in Pretoria, and we are responsible for distributing our pacemakers, ICDs, and stents and balloons to South Africa and also sub-Saharan Africa. And we go as far as Kenya, Mauritius, Namibia, um, Zambia, yeah, to name a few. Okay, so it sounds like a very sort of a technical, uh, I suppose, quite a quite a specific and custom market that you would be marketing that stuff to. Yes, it's it's very uh, customer specific. So our customers are cardiologists and um, allied professionals that that specialises in cardiology. So we, as a company, we've got a lot of uh, specialised people out. Um, uh, calling on these doctors, assisting in theatre when there's implants. And there's about, uh, Leon, I think 58 or 59 cath labs in South Africa. Right. Um, and then we've got the Sub-Saharan Africa cath labs as well. So we've got very specialized high-tech people that servicing our, our customers. And as you mentioned now, it's in lockdown. Um, uh, me and Leon is in the office because we fall under essential services, but right. we're keeping our social distance as well. So he's on the other side of the room. Okay, good. Um, so we've got only uh, some skeleton staff at the office for now. Um, there's only three people in the office just to help the cath labs if there's emergency products and we, 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 we need to um, charge and replace and, and take new products to, to the hospitals. That makes sense. Okay, cool. Okay, so so obviously when when um, you embarked on this employee advocacy program, that was um, pre pre pandemic. Um, can yeah, I maybe just ask you, you know, what what was it that got you thinking that this was potentially something uh, which you guys should be doing? You know, to be honest, um, I've known uh, Peter Krunewald for 
for a while now and, and he came and, and, and showcased the, the whole idea. And I mean, LinkedIn is one port, uh, or platform that, that I endorse and I thought I was doing the right thing and doing the professional thing. But after you and, and, and Peter chatted to me, um, I saw we doing it totally the wrong way. Okay. Um, secondly, a lot of our customers internally and externally is also on LinkedIn. Um, and yes, I decided there, I think it's a, it's a good idea to, to uh, pursue this. And to be honest with you, as I said in my previous podcast with you, it was a no, it's actually a no-brainer. Okay, so, so um, obviously you had the benefits of maybe a couple of discussions with, with Peter and, and myself to a degree. So, so when you um, brought this up with your team, was there an automatic buy-in? How did they respond to it initially? <laughs> no, there wasn't. Um, actually, Adrian, our financial manager, yep. he actually thought this is not a thing that we need to, to, to look at. Um, there was a few people that said they they struggling even to put on their computer because we've got a few older people here as well. So how are they going to do this? Um, but there's, and, and, and I chatted to some of the, or to the managers, they all bought into it. And I said, I want some of your people, the reps in the field that will endorse this to be on our little group, our training group that you and Peter did. And um, as you also mentioned, you want to take hands and then you want to leave us after a few months. Yes. And then we need to get a, a specialist in-house yes. to run it. And that's why we've got Leon Nell. He's very active on, on LinkedIn. And um, yeah, he's running it on, our, on uh, Biotronic South Africa's behalf. Yeah, so as I mentioned previously, uh, our, our ultimate wish is that our customers leave us. You know, So it's a bit of a funny business model, but that is actually... <laughs> so, so, and I suppose to to it's actually similar to your business model. You don't want repeat customers either, really, right? I mean, the end customer I'm talking about here. So, um, yeah. So, so yeah, you mentioned that um, Leon has, has taken over um, a sort of a, a captaincy role, if you like, in in the program internally. Um, but Leon, maybe I can just ask you before we go in, into how that's working for you and and the sort of techniques that you're employing there. Um, how did you, let's go back to the initial part of the program. So obviously you're on the sales front line. You're very much um, at, the, at, the, at the spearhead of that. Um, what was your experience of the program, both in terms of, of how it um, rolled out for you and then maybe some of the impact for you? Well, in, a, in the current, you know, in, we, we're living in 2019, 2020 now already. And social media is a big part of, of business. I mean, with us being business to business, not necessarily directly marketing to to uh, to um, you know patients. Yes. Um, you have to be on the online space, and obviously we had to look at certain channels. Obviously, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter; those are very nice channels. But the channel that we mostly are focusing on is on um, on LinkedIn, and the the reason for that because we are in such a professional field, and um, we need to be advocates for our products and we have to be, um, you know, leaders when it comes to sharing information. So um, when it came to that, as an onboarding process, I mean, a lot of the younger people use social media. So it's, it's actually quite nice to see how you can use social media for business purposes. And I think that was the start 
to see it's all these social media platforms self you know a tribe where everybody shares the same message it comes it, it builds a company's brand and that's what we try to do from the start brilliant and so so in, in terms of that impact i mean obviously that was the process that we we developed and and went out I mean, what was, the, what was the sort of feedback that you got once you guys started putting yourselves out there and becoming more, you know, how we term digitally visible, being more, um, having like more of an appearance and more of a presence on a platform like it? For us currently, actually, uh, for me, the most impressive thing is our, our global partners and our global, from Biotronic as a global company, we, we got a, a lot of, you know, um, interest from from Germany, from overseas and what we were doing here. And obviously, as a small area in the, in the global footprint, we were, we were getting noticed on what we're doing. Just sharing the same voice, share of voice, showing them what we're doing, implementing strategies and all of that. So internally, it actually gave us a huge boost when it comes to Biotronic Global, which was great. And then within saying that, <clears throat> one challenge that we've had is obviously to get all our customers, get them on board with LinkedIn, there's still a lot of our customers there. As long as I've got a tribe and I share information with them and the people that are following Robbie on the same social media footprints also see that. I mean, it's almost having a voice without you knowing it. And um, that's what we consistently try and do is make sure on a monthly basis, we, we, we don't, you know, overpower the social media with a lot of messages. But when we pull something into social media, we make sure everybody's behind it and everybody shares it. And that one specific connection and communication that's been handing out to everybody gets noticed. And I think Robbie can, from his side, say as well, from globally, we've actually been invited now to, to, to be part of their global communication, yep. um, which is great whether we can actually share a lot of our things that we're currently doing on social media with them. So as being South Africa, we're getting noticed by this program. That really is fantastic. And, and I, I must say, it's also um, a great, it's a great uh, tribute to your, um, to your culture as well. So um, I want to do, ch check with you, Leon, because obviously, as we've mentioned, that we, we as the internship um, or not, or not riding shotgun with you anymore as our program does. We, we, we put the whole program in place. But now that you're running it, what are the sort of, maybe you can tell us some of the challenges and then some of the tips that you would give to somebody who's running a program like this in an internal uh, business? So obviously, like in any team, there are people with strengths and there are people that still need to work on certain aspects. And um, obviously, even within our team, I, um, I don't feel like we should use this as an opportunity to, to, to try and get the whole company on board. You need to identify, I would say, between five and ten people and make sure those people are your advocates when it comes to, to, to running communication. Obviously, what we've done internally is created our own WhatsApp group and we've identified a couple of people that we would like to, to share messages on social media, especially on LinkedIn. Those challenges are still there when it comes to people are afraid that they, you know, going to put something on that they're not sure is fine. Is, is it correct? You know, is it going to look professional? So those are always the challenges. So I've made myself the, the person where before someone 
wants to put something on LinkedIn and they're not sure they can always bounce it, you know, when it comes to me. But I feel make sure your teams are not too big. Uh, make sure even in a bigger corporate, divide those teams into smaller groups and make sure all of them, they've got their own, you know, little, um, how can I say, chapters of information that they would like to share. So for us, we've probably got on the vascular intervention side, which is stents, we've probably got about two to three employees on that side. And then we've got on the pacemaker side, we've got two, two or three advocates on that side. And from management, we are all on board. So from my side, I try and push monthly what information needs to go out on LinkedIn when it comes to a new product or it comes to corporate social responsibility and like within current situations, we're not running, it's, we can't call it a campaign, but just with regards to COVID-19, what are we doing as Vitronic, you know, to try and assist our healthcare practitioners that are in the forefront still, you know, being in the lab and still going on. So just pushing that in and making sure people share, people comment. Again, like I said previously, it's about that it's almost, People don't know your voice is out there, but without you knowing it, you're re reaching so many people. And that's what we want to do. And a lot of our competitors are also seeing that we're very active. And that's why we're also keeping them on their toes. So I think there are a couple of things in there which I, which I uh, you know, applaud you guys on. And the, and the one thing is that you have a structure to it. Because I think one of the mistakes that a lot of people make is that they just... They approach this, oh, well, we need to be on social media, so let's, when we've got something interesting, we'll post or whatever. But there's a structure to it and a, almost a content plan in place which says this is our, the frequency at which we're going to post, this is how we're going to support it. That's the one thing that I, I took out of from what you said. And the other thing that I took out also is, is that you, you, you mentioned that there was, there was buy-in from all of the management. And I think that's also a key part of this is that management, first of all, um, recognize that it is uh, an important part of a marketing and broader marketing and sales effort. But not only that, but that they actually support it, not just in, in voice, but actually in deed. Um, and that they actually start putting out their, their own messages. And I know that um, I've seen a lot of Robbie's posts out there as well as yours, Dan, and, and with, with really good um, visibility and reach that, um, that you're achieving. It. So again, I congratulate you guys on, on how you're putting this together. Thanks. Thank you. Nikki, so Nick, you there, but um, I just wanted to check. Um, you, I am. No, <laughs> perhaps you want to put, put out a question to the, to the gents? Yeah, 100%. Um, something that we're always asked, you know, by the people that we introduce to this concept is, is really what business results can they expect to see? So maybe you guys can just share with us, what have you seen in your business that you can say, you know, this kind of program helped us from a business perspective, be that new, new business relationships, um, maybe some, you know, did it directly lead to any kind of new revenue? What, what can you tell me along those lines? Yeah, Nicholas, I think um, that is a, that's a difficult question to answer if it comes to direct revenue. But what I can definitely um, state is that our visibility and our image out there in the in the field has picked up tremendously as leon mentioned previously uh, a little bit earlier um, our head office in berlin actually picked up that we are very very active and at our last 
management meeting in Berlin before lockdown, it was way back a few months ago, we were actually mentioned in the one um, session where, where we were, there was actually examples of our LinkedIn posts. So I think it's a, a, a difficult question to answer. I will thumb suck if I need to say something, but <laughs> definitely to, for our image, um, our professionalism, um, our corporate name out there, um, and also what we're doing out there is to showcase also to our to the people out there what we're doing. Not only, yes, we are in the lab, um, we're helping, uh, we're in the forefront with with our, our allied professionals and our cardiologists, but also, you know, there's a lot of behind the scenes things we're doing, like our corporate social responsibility, that we don't want to tell everybody we're doing it, but it's good to, to have it out there, and especially for our international colleagues, I'm talking about our internal customers now, that our colleagues in Berlin, in America, in Kuwait, all over the world can also see what we are doing. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's, that's the closest I can get to, uh, to an if answer. I, if I can interject as well, Robbie, so, so for me, and one of the things that I keep talking about is that one of the biggest pain points, if you like, for a, for a salesperson is timing, you know. So when are you in front of a potential client? You've got to be there at the right time, both in terms of their need and, um, and in terms of their budget. So, um, and I think that that overall visibility, the fact that you're out there, you're present, you spoke about how you, the images, your professional image has been raised um, on, through the platform, is that you are then there as soon as that client potentially needs something, uh, a product like one which you supply, you hopefully are top of mind, A, because you have a presence and B, because you've positioned yourselves as the subject experts in that particular arena. So I, th I think it's a, it's a very yeah. valuable outcome. Yeah, and, I, and I th there's already a spin-off with um, my boss wanting his whole region to be trained up on the internship on this program. Right. So this is the guys from uh, Eastern uh, or Middle East Africa. So after lockdown, this will probably be the next step for, for you guys to train my colleagues in, in other countries. Perfect. We look forward to it. Okay, gents. Well, yeah. that was it. Was great uh, chatting to you, and I really thank you for your time under the the, the, the circumstances, uh, very different circumstances for all of us. But we appreciate your time, and in fact, these circumstances, a way in a way, highlight the fact uh, that how just how, how important digital visibility is, because that's the only way we can be visible to each other at the moment. So hopefully, you guys are yeah. still pushing on with the program and and uh, getting your share of voice to be completely outstripped those of your competitors through the program and well done on that no thank you and thank you to the internship for for your professional service and just from my side i mean i can recommend it to any organization that's appreciated all right yeah, thanks for that robbie and have a great day leon robbie thanks very much thank you so much Bye. Bye, guys. thanks Charles. Cheers.